going on Brunocchio it's your boy Jerry the TR expert Washington here at General Fitness Company studio today is Wednesday May 12 2021 and we are here at season 8 episode 53 and today well today I wanted to kind of reminisce a little bit I was uh felt a little way back vibe I even got a little chill vibe with the voice there going on in the episode uh, but yeah I was um I was, I was thinking about you know how uh I, well, it actually first started, I, I had a really productive day. And then I was just like, at, towards the end of the productive day, I was talking to one of my old clients about like, you know, what it looked like when we first started, because some of my new clients were talking about, oh, this is such a nice place. And I'm like, man, if you had seen it when it first started. But anyway, so that's what it kind of how this, uh, this, this train of thought got uh, rolling. And I was just really kind of thinking about how we can all get a little better in our lives and what it takes to get you know get to that next level and you know what it came what it came down to for me is that it just takes time and you have to take the time and you know a lot of people they get frustrated because they you know they might lose for a little bit but you know i have some uh, you know i have some ideas and some stories here uh, that might help you when like in the case that you might feel like you're stuck or that you feel like you just don't know which way to go. You know, this is uh, this episode for you, if, you, if that's the case for you. All right, so let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Season 8, episode 53. And what are we going to call this one? We will call this one, Take Your Time. Let's go. All right, so it's Wednesday. I'm feeling a little like a uh, laid back and feeling a little way back. Yeah, so it's Wednesday, and I was just kind of reminiscing on some stuff that I was doing uh, when I first started. You know, some people, uh, some new people have been coming in lately, and they've been, you know, they've been complimenting me on the on the facilities. And I think back to like where I, where I first started, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it definitely wasn't what we have now. You know, we're hitting, uh, we're about to hit the fourth year of. Uh, of existence as a business and um you know i'm starting still looking at growth and still looking at new ways to you know grow and challenge myself and hopefully get some employees here you know figure out what we can do with that and you know uh it's just been a fun ride you know i I, what what i want to talk about today is that you know it's it was it's been a fun ride but it's definitely been one step at a time and i think about that uh today because uh you know, as I was saying, I was kind of reminiscing, but I was also thinking about how productive I was today. You know, I had a really productive day. I did a lot of stuff that I wanted to get done. I didn't get everything I wanted to get done, but I got a lot of stuff done that I wanted to get done. And I was really tired. You know, I was really tired today and I was just like, oh man, I don't want to do this stuff. But, you know, the thing was, I think back to when I first started and uh, I used to, you know, be in here 
yeah, you know, I'm here at the studio and I used to be here like, you know, maybe 16, 18 hours a day, seriously. And I'm not here as much as I, as I was, um, but I've gotten a little more efficient with my time, but I don't, I don't think that I've reached the, uh, the, um, the tipping point, let's say, uh, for, uh, for my product productivity. I think I could, do, I think I could do more, uh, but it's, you know, a matter of trying to figure out what exactly needs to get done and creating a, a system, you know, and it's like, you, you want to have a system that yeah, you create. And I had a system that I created in the beginning, uh, but it wasn't something that was uh, sustainable uh, because, you know, I kind of had it set up. And then, you know, after a while, it just kind of got overwhelming. So I had to kind of create a new system. And that new system was based on, a few, you know, cutting back a few things. But now I'm looking to add and I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to look at some some things that can make this business grow without putting too much uh, pressure on me to, to you know, take a lot of my time up because you know I'd like to have a somewhat uh, of a regular life. You know, <laughs> as an entrepreneur, that's what you want to do. You know, you want to live your life. Uh, well, that's optimally that would be the thing, right? Everybody wants to sit on a beach and like have passive income. Uh, but you know, obviously, that's not that's not what I'm looking to do. But I would like to have you know our normal night sleep. You see, you hear a lot of people a lot of people complain about these things uh, that entrepreneurs typically complain about, and you know, a lot of it is because I, I think a lot of that stuff is because of fear. And so that's really what I wanted to talk about in today's episode is that, you know, a lot of people, uh, they feel like they want to progress and they feel like they want to get to the next step. Uh, but fear is what holds them back. You know, a lot of people say, you, you think about it, right? You know, people say they, they can't do this and they can't do that. And they give themselves these limitations. And really, you know, the thing is that we all know what our capabilities are. You know, we know what we can and what we can't do. Uh, but yet, we uh, we still tend to put these arbitrary uh, limitations on what we think that we can do. You know, even though we probably know that we could do it, we you put up these imaginary boundaries that make us unlikely for us to attempt to even do it. So the thing is that why the why we put those boundaries up, or why do we have uh, this fear? And it's really because of the unknown, right? It's like. If we knew what was going to happen, we wouldn't be fearful. You know, obviously, uh, sometimes we're even fearful when things do, when we know what's going to happen, right? Like if you're going to go and get a vaccine or whatnot, you know, a lot of you might have been getting your vaccine recently. You <laughs> you might know, you might be afraid of needles and you know you're going to get a, get the, sh- the shot, uh, but you still obviously go through it because of what? And that's the thing. And that's the thing that is that uh, that's that's something to really look at uh, when it comes to uh, your goal setting and really trying to, and really thinking about what it takes to get to the next level. You see, the reason why, if you know, if you are afraid of needles or you know whatever the challenge is that you were under that you underwent, despite your fear, the reason why you did that is not because you were brave or you lacked uh fear is because of none of uh, neither of those things it was actually because of the fact that you saw the thing that you wanted to have as more important or as more powerful to you than the thing that was causing you fear and that's really something to look at because if you if you look deeply into that 
whatever you're fearing or whatever is stopping you, whatever excuses you're making, you really will see that it all boils down to like you wanting to save, you know, save whatever reputation or whatever character or whatever identification that you have at the current time for a time frame. So fear is essentially you not wanting to give up what you have because you're unsure of what it may become. Obviously, not having fear, going through with whatever you're going to go through is an indicator that you are willing to change and you're willing to go forward to do the things or get the things that you need to get so that you can be the thing or have the things that you want. So listen, first of all, you setting a goal, you have to obviously see what you want to have. You know, you want to you want to see uh, whether it be a successful business, more money in your bank account, uh, more friends, whatever your thing that you were trying to get to, you have to really see it clearly, whether it be, you know, having a better body or whether it be, you know, maybe uh, having just better overall eating habits. You know, whatever you see, you have to actually see yourself, visualize yourself and have that goal in mind. So that goal, obviously, you know, you can have that objectively, right? Or you could have that as just something that is the goal. But the next step in that goal, this is why I'm saying visualize it, is like actually setting the goal and then seeing yourself visually in your mind's eye setting that goal and making it something that you are visually, at least in your mind's eye, attaining. Once you get to that point, right, once you get to that visualization point, that's when you start doing the things. Now, the thing is that a lot of people get caught up here is because they see that they, they make the goal and everybody can, you know, everybody knows how to make goals. We all know how to make New Year's resolutions. You know, maybe you can go as far as visualizing yourself in the goal or attaining the goal. But where people get caught up is when they get to that point where they need to execute on that goal. And maybe they do execute on that goal, but they execute maybe once, maybe twice, maybe even three times, and they fail. And they see that they say that as an indicator, or they see that as an indicator that they should that it's not right for them. And you can't let I mean, there obviously are certain points where it it's true, you know, you can you, you, where the external world is going to dictate your, you know, what, you know, you don't have total control of the world, but you do have control of your actions. So, like, you know, maybe the world might show you that you need to work on specific things. You know, say, for instance, you're trying to, like, you know, buy a house and you start working more hours, you start you know, cutting back on your money and you start saving some money up and it starts looking pretty good, right? But then you go to, you know, you have maybe eight, maybe even $10,000 saved up. And then you go to go buy, try to buy a house. And then you realize that your credit score is, is garbage, right? So, you know, maybe that's the case. We're just spitting hypotheticals here, but so that may be the case. And then Maybe you have to, maybe from there you have to raise your credit score up and then you realize that there's some other things that have come up uh, because 
you know, like, you know, because you are raising your credit score, you realize that there's a lot of other bills that there are a lot of other things that need to be taken care of or, you know, like maybe something else just as a random emergency comes up and all that money that you were saving up for your house ends up being having to go towards that emergency as well as trying to take care of, you know, increasing your credit score. So like, you know, those could be be a a ton of events that could, you know, change or alter the path that you would think would be this a direct path of just you saving more money and looking for a house and then buying the house. There could be some unforeseen obstacles, but those unforeseen obstacles, say, for instance, you know, if you have, you know, obviously the emergency might not be the, it might not be something you can learn from, but, you know, in, increasing your credit score, that could definitely be something you can learn from, because by doing that, you'll understand that there's consequences for, you know, for these long-term, or there's consequences for these actions, you know, you're, I mean, obviously we all understand that there's consequences for actions, but sometimes people think of a low credit score and just say, well, that's someone else, you know, that was that company that didn't let me get by with not paying my bills, you know, 90 90 days late, you know, and instead of you blaming another, other companies, you know, you take responsibility. And when that happens, obviously, you're going to be less likely to default on your mortgage should you buy that house. So I mean, like, every defeat is a learning experience. And instead of like running from defeat and being fearful and not not taking any chances, you should be I mean, you only get one life. So you should be more than uh, willing every morning when you wake up or, you know, depending on how you work, but you should be more than willing every time you wake up to be ready to take a loss or two or three, uh, because it's a learning experience. And that loss is not necessarily a loss for the long term. It may be, you know, the thing is, you know, as I've, as you've probably heard before, you know, the best quarterbacks are the ones that can forget their interceptions and they throw a touchdown. Now, maybe they won't throw a touchdown the next time, but they'll complete the pass and then they'll complete another pass and they'll complete a longer pass and then it'll be a touchdown. And then nobody's going to be thinking about that interception they threw because they just threw a touchdown. So it was like, you have to think long term to get to your goals, you know, like it's something that a lot of people just kind of forget. It's just that, you know, just because you lose once or twice, it doesn't mean that you're going to lose overall. It's just it. It, it well, it will mean you'll, you'll lose overall if you're going to if you're going to quit, <laughs> of course. But that's the, that's that's the point I'm making here is that like everything is long term and you got to take it one step at a time, one day at a time, and see that goal, see you reaching that goal visually, and. If you do mess up, hey, you're going to mess up. You might have weeks, months, hell, even years, you know, like there's going to be times where, you know, we all are human. There are all going to be times when you don't live up to your own standard. But that's the key is just make understanding that it's your standard, because if you're living on somebody else's standard, then you have someone else controlling your life. And then without control over your own life, then what are you really doing? You know, you're just getting up and making money so someone else can take it because someone else is in control of your life. And that's not a fun existence, right? That's just literally just going through your life with someone else running it. And who wants that? We all are, well, what is that? In in America, that was what America was founded on. We have the inalienable right to pursue happiness. So yeah, that's what we're all trying to do. But at the same time, it's just we have to stop and really look at what we're doing and understand that sometimes what we're doing 
it may or not lead to where you want to be. Uh, and sometimes, you you know, obviously you got to feel it out. Sometimes it's not going to feel like it's going to be something that you uh, need to be doing, but you're going to feel like I just need to do it. And you just got to scratch that itch too. But, you know, either way, whatever it is, don't judge yourself. Just still keep your eyes on the prize, as they say. It really is important to understand that because, like, if I had been frustrated with, like, my my first few attempts at trying to make things happen with this company, I would have been gone a long time ago. Uh, but, you know, I, I would try stuff out, and if it didn't work, I would try something else out. And, you know, I got lucky quite a few times, but I think I got lucky because... I had the, uh, you know, I would, you know, I hate to say, I hate to say it like this, but I can't think of another word, but I had the audacity to take uh, chances uh, when most people would, you know, sit back and hope that people would come to them. You know, I would took, it took a lot of chances in reaching out to the neighborhood and the community. And, you know, I'm, I'm a good guy, but, you know, not everybody likes me. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And that's kind of how everybody is in the world. You know, there's, there's great people in the world that still some people don't, don't like. So, you know, even even when it comes to stuff like that, you know, you just you're going to fail sometimes and in, in, you know, making relationships. So it's just like no matter what you do, understand that if you're going to take a chance, you're probably going to fail. The key is to understand that the likelihood of you failing is most likely high, you know, because we, we're not all super geniuses. But those people that normally succeed aren't necessarily the smartest or the, the most athletic, but it's really the people that just have the most attempts really you know a lot of times it's really what it is whether those attempts are like the attempts that people see or the attempts that people do or do on their own you know like yeah Kobe Bryant used to shoot 500 jump shots after games and a thousand jump shots when he didn't have games so you know like that's a lot of attempts you know what I'm saying and those are attempts that people didn't see but you know, people also saw that he shot a lot of shot a lot in games, and he had the he definitely had the uh, audacity, if you will, to try to shoot himself uh, warm. Sometimes he'd have games we went like ten for thirty, <laughs> and it was terrible. But you know, like he 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 had the uh, audacity, like I said, to uh, try to keep going and try to. Uh, shoot himself out of his funks and you know we should all be like that and in a sense you know if you if you have the 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 confidence that uh, that you can do it and that confidence just comes from experience so like obviously put in the practice if you're putting in the 500 to a thousand jump shots every day or you're putting in the 500 to a thousand reps of whatever it is that you're doing, or even if it's, you know, five to 10, you know, depending obviously what you're working on, <laughs> you know, if you're building houses, obviously you can't, you, know, you can't build 500 to a thousand houses, but you know, you can do 500 to a thousand swings of a hammer, you know, whatever it is that you think that arrogant is going to be something that it will be an action that will get you to that next point of, you know, of mastery, then go for it, you know, as, as I'm saying, you know, as I was saying earlier on in this, in this episode, it's just, you know, you'll find the time to do what you need to do, you know, as, as, as I was saying, I, I used to work 16, 18 hours, and I didn't, you know, I didn't, didn't blink, uh, but, you know, obviously that's not sustainable, but it's doable, and so that's like, uh, we all have to understand that, like, they, we have, uh, limits and that we can do things maybe that we didn't think we can do and whether that be you know in in re- with respect to fear or you know with respect to just discipline either way you can do it just take your time
All right. So that's, that was my, my chill mode vibe for Wednesday. <laughs> I was feeling pretty chill with that because, like I said, I was kind of uh, feeling like I was on that, that way back tip. And I was thinking about how I started off. And, you know, it was really wild how I started because I did. I, I mean, I, I thought I was going to succeed. But at the same time, there were some times where I just was really, really, really depressed <laughs> and really, really un, unsure of what was going to happen next. But Listen, I just took it one day at a time, and I just said that just as long as I'm uh, happy with the progress or happy with uh, the work that I put into making this thing look more like I want it to look, then I'll be happy. And if I lose, then I lose, you know, and if I lose overall, then I lose overall. But, you know, I mean, even if that's the case, I still would feel like a winner because I'd feel as as pleased with the effort that I put in uh, that, that I could. So... Yeah, that's all the really it is at the end of the day. That the goal is not to have a billion dollars or a billion friends or anything like that. It's just really just to be happy with your progress and to have people around you, of course, that, you know, love you and care for you. <laughs> Some would say, keep good company. <laughs> so on that note, yes, we'll officially end this episode. I really do appreciate you listening. Whenever you're listening, whether it be morning, afternoon, or evening, I really do hope you're having a great one. Hey, listen, if you did enjoy this episode or if there's any of the other episodes, uh, we had 500 and oh, where at something like that. 563 or something like that, I believe. It's somewhere around there, 565. However many episodes we have out there, if you enjoyed any of those, uh, please feel free to uh, let a friend know. You know, I mean, it really does help. I know I listen to podcasts myself sometimes and I watch TV shows and I watch YouTube and I know all the time they say, hey, you know, share, like and comment or whatnot. Right. I think that's what it is. Or like, comment and share or however they they put that order. But, yeah, I I get it. I get it. And I probably don't do that as much as I probably should for the, you know, that the uh the creators that I support. Uh, but yeah, every little bit helps. Even if you don't think that the, you, you, you know, that if you don't think that person is going to listen to the podcast, if you feel like they could get some value from the episode or, or, or the podcast in general, feel free to, you know, let them know about it. You never know. You never really know. And that's why we live our lives. All right. I'll check you later. And as always, keep good company. Bye.